Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse in a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good evening, everyone, and welcome again to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. It is a lovely Thursday evening. In fact, it's a little after 7 in Seattle, and it's still quite bright outside. Um, it's actually, the sun started peeping through throughout the day. Did you notice that, Tom, how gorgeous it was? I did. I did. It was a very nice day out today. Yeah, and I heard it's going to be like 70 degrees on Saturday. 70 degrees on Saturday? Well, okay, maybe that was, maybe I made a mistake. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I, it'll be like 60. I hope it's not warming up that fast. <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe that's because I'm going to be in Pullman on Saturday, oh. and maybe it'll be a little bit hotter there. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Over I'm, I'm ready for like 60s. 60s? You okay. you got to ramp it up slowly. <laughs> Can't just... Well, because my family is all from Arizona. Right. And I talked to my dad yesterday, and he was actually saying that they're expecting a heating trend oh. down there where it's going to be getting into the hundreds already. Oh, no. See? So yeah. maybe maybe I'm right that it's going to be a lot warmer than we anticipated I hope quickly. Not. I hope not. Well, you know, <laughs> since you're from Arizona, you'll be able to handle the heat. God, I got Let's just say I got acclimated to the temperature here really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we're going to talk, we're going to continue our conversation about mediums. Um, I just um, attended the John Holland show last night thoroughly enjoyed it. If you ever get a chance to see him in his mediumship work, he is quite funny. He uses a lot of humor. I, I think the first, you know, 25, 30 minutes of his show, everyone in the audience was laughing, and which is always refreshing when we're talking about death and dying and grief work um, to have people laugh and use a lot of humor. So it was really fun. And, and I actually learned a few things. I'm a self-taught um, energy worker and medium. And so it's also wonderful to be around people who have been in the field of mysticism for a long period of time and they, you know, share some of the information. And one of the things that's kind of perplexed me in my life regarding being a medium is names don't always come to me very easily. And I always thought that it was maybe something wrong with my wiring, perhaps. And that's why I wasn't getting, you know, the download of someone's name being spelled out in front of me. Occasionally it would. And some very odd, weird name would materialize. And I think, oh, yeah, I've got that skill, you know, and then, <laughs> then I'm back to the drawing board again. And what John Holland explained, and I think it's absolutely true, is that uh, people on the other side know that they have a limited time to communicate with their loved ones. Mm -hmm. And they don't necessarily want to spend time trying to spell out a name for you. They'd rather use metaphors, things that you would recognize about them, things that were special for them. And that's absolutely true. Many people communicate through pictures and, you know, memories from their time with their family members members. And uh, so that was refreshing. So I don't have to worry about trying to perfect that skill anymore. I can <laughs> let it go. <laughs> Just completely let it go. Well, and sometimes, I mean, there's a million Johns. Yeah, But really exactly. only one person is going to be visually 
true. You know, represented in a specific way. Right. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and hand out that phone number or both of our phone numbers so we can get people calling in and we can answer their questions and do readings for them with about their family members or friends tonight? Certainly. If you'd like to give us a call, go ahead and do that at one 825 8828 One more time, that number, 877-825-8828, and that is toll-free. Or give us a call locally at 425-373-5527. Wonderful. And that uh, toll-free number is anywhere in the United States. Yes. And, in fact, Canada as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. For our friends up north, give (laughs) us a call if they're listening online. Right. And right now, my um, web guy, um, Kevin Kim Murphy, and my assistant, um, Karen Shea, are actually working on the the iPod system. I'm sure I'm using the wrong terminology. Podcast. Podcast system. Yes. Which you don't need an iPod for. Right. You don't yes. need an iPod for. But so sometime next week, and um, we plan to be live, you know, on the radio page where you can actually download um, the archive shows that have already been played here on the radio station. Excellent. Yeah. Won't that be wonderful? That will be great because yeah. there's a. I mean, we cover a lot of material every yeah, week. We do. Yeah. A lot so, of material. I mean, if you miss the first half hour of the show, you could have missed a lot. Right. Right. So. And, and you can go back and right. check them out. You can listen to them as many times as you want. And every time we get out of the studio, we'll download it into the computer system, or Karen will, because apparently I don't really understand the lingo very well. <laughs> and um, and then it will just automatically, when you go ahead and register through this system um, on the website, then everything will just automatically load down on whatever apparatus you're using, whether it is an iPod or an actual personal computer. Well, it's more along the lines of what um, what music software you're using within your computer, whether you use iTunes or ah. Winamp Media Player or Windows Media Player or something like that. Right. Okay. I need to go back to school to figure all that out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm definitely not going to go back to school, but I will talk about some upcoming guests we have coming on the show too. On April 24th, we'll have Dr. Astrid Pajari. Um, she is uh, an integrated physician, Western Holistic Medicine for the past 15 years. She's local here in Seattle. I'm thrilled. Um, to have her on the show. Her passion for integrative medicine arose from the belief that no single healing method can meet the health needs of all patients. And I think that's absolutely true. So she'll be live in the studio on April 24th. And then um, to my great excitement, we're going to have Susan Miller, the astrologer. She's a bestselling author. She's scheduled to be a guest on the show on Thursday, May 1st. Um, She is also the... um, the best-selling author and syndicated columnist, web publisher of AstrologyZone.com. And AstrologyZone.com gets over 17 million page views per month. So they get 6 million unique readers per month and then 17 million page views. So it's a very popular site. Wow, that yeah. is, yeah. And it's unusual you know, to have um, an astrologer in Western astrology when you're looking at a page from an actual site, you're really seeing the sun signs. And so you know, we are actually very complicated people with multiple signs. And um, her accuracy, I think, is really unique, You know, that she's mm. able to reach so many people accurately. So I'm so excited that she's going to come on the show. Excellent. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, and so I, we have some callers on the line, so why don't we ha- go ahead and go to the phones? We do. We've got Karen on the line from Linwood. Hi, Karen. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I am great. What can I do All for right. you? I'm calling in tonight uh, regarding my career. Okay. Um, as I was telling the lady that answered, I'm very happy with where I'm at. However, I'm, I'm a counselor. Right. Primarily to adult women, mm-hmm. uh, primarily with the history of domestic violence. Wow. And so I see, I'm feeling recently a need to maybe move towards private practice. As I said, I would like to stay with my employer, but 
I'm wondering what direction you see me going. I'm also doing an internship where I'm doing treatment for training to do treatment for perpetrators of domestic violence. Oh. It's also a part of the healing process. I agree. I, I think that's right. a, that takes a lot of courage, but a, a very necessary part of, as you said, the healing process. I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I do see you moving into private practice, by the way. And there is a woman standing behind you, which I'll describe in just a moment. Okay. Um, I believe your mother is living. Is that true? She is. Right. So this is probably a grandmother or a great aunt or someone of that nature. Um, I, I'm actually going to go to her first, and then I'll come back to the career stuff. When, okay. I, when I'm looking at her body, I'm actually in her shoulders, um, which is interesting. So maybe she held a lot of tension in her shoulders. She has hair. I know that sounds odd, but as a clairvoyant, that's the first thing I see when I look at someone from the other side is I actually get their hair. I, I don't know okay. why. Um, okay. Her hair color originally was more of a brown, a light brown, and it's mixed in with gray. It's mm-hmm. about shoulder length. There's some wave in it, or you know, maybe she had curly hair as a younger person, but there's some natural wave in it. Uh, I love the way her hair kind of goes back along her face, you know, so I can see her face really well. And now I know why I'm seeing her shoulders. It's because actually her figure is well defined. In other words, her bone structure is quite nice. You know, mm-hmm. you know she's got somewhat of a chiseled feature, if you will. I, I love the angle of her nose, and she tells me that she did not have a nose job. So, um, <laughs> And she seems kind of tall for me, although sometimes height can be confused um, when someone looks lean, and she's definitely not overweight. You know, she's um, proportioned, and uh, she's not heavy set at all. Does this sound like anyone you know from the other side or a family member who's passed or a friend? Um. Well, at first I thought it might be my grandmother mm-hmm. on my father's side, mm-hmm. but I always knew her as um, a little bit chubby, so she mm-hmm. would never stand in my... Because mm-hmm. um, when you talked about her wavy hair when she was young, she had really beautiful wavy hair, and it was close to her... She would tie it back, but it was close to her face. She was very beautiful. Yeah, this woman is beautiful, and I do see people in terms of what they look like close to the time of their death. And so if your grandmother happened to lose a significant amount of weight, you know, through illness or whatnot, then that would pertain. Didn't. And so I'm trying to imagine who that might be. My grandmother on my mother's side was a little thinner, but um, gosh, you know, I'm going to have to think about it. Would it be a guide? No, this is okay. definitely someone who was in a body during your lifetime. And and so um, do you know if your dad's mom got sick before she passed away? Because I'm heading more towards your father's side of the family. Okay. Um, do you happen to know, in, you know, was it like a pretty quick passing or did she become ill? Do you know? Mm, you know, she lived to be 80-something. Yeah. And, and I, I think she deteriorated towards right. the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm it defl- was a sudden death, is that? maybe what you're saying. But you're saying that she deteriorated towards the end, because I'm definitely in the 80s as well, so I think I'm in your dad's mom. Okay. And That sounds like my grandma. Yeah, because she's kind of pushing me, too. She's like, come on, come on, it's a radio show, let's move, let's move. She's lovely, I love her. (laughs) And she loves you, too, and this woman says that she's incredibly proud of you. Um, Not not only because of the way you've chosen to live your life, but of the new kind of recent choices that you're thinking of regarding your career, because what you're wanting to do is to advance your career. You know, uh-huh. I think being a counselor and doing the work that, that you're doing is wonderful, but won't it be fun to work with people, men and women, who really want to go beyond, like, the first step or the first intervention, if you okay. will? Okay, is that what you see as maybe that's the direction I would be working with someone that's ready to 
make a change in their life. Yeah, and this is what your grandmother's actually saying. So I'm translating this information from her to you. Okay. And, and so she's talking about that she's proud that you, you know, don't want to just be satisfied, satisfied with the status quo because you're doing very well and there's no problems, but you're feeling a desire to move deeper. And, and I am. You are. And one of the things that I've noticed, just like when I think about my nursing career, I certainly could have stayed a nurse. Um, mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it very much. But I think I wanted to move out of more, you know, chronic, acute illnesses, you know, in-house hospital illnesses and move into places where people actually have maybe a little bit more freedom or um, maybe their health a little bit healthier so that they can dive a little bit deeper into do their inner work. And that's what will happen in your private practice. You're not going to get people so much on the first line you know, of, mm-hmm. of having serious mm-hmm. problems, which can weigh you down after a while. You know, it can be challenging to recover from people who are having such strife in their life. Yes, and, and it, it is. It's physically and emotionally and mentally demanding. It is, hugely so. And, and there are people in the world who really are requiring or needing to learn compassion, which you're not one of them. But maybe there's someone else who wants to step into your shoes and kind of take over that role. Okay. Um, your grandmother is standing right behind you. She's kissed you on your left cheek. <laughs> and so she's, she's 100% supporting you in this career change. She, think, she thinks it will be good for your soul, so to speak. And what that means to me is that your inner workings, like you're going to be happier, more content, okay. you know, and, and, and you're going to notice results a whole lot faster. So I think in your private practice, you'll be getting people who've kind of already been through kind of, you know, some of the beginning trends of healing, and you're going to be able to take those people who are very dedicated and have gotten over the big hump, and, and you'll be able to really help them shape their future. That sounds really wonderful, and it'd be more of a spiritual direction, correct? Absolutely, yeah. So I would work on those skill sets, you know, if, if you have someone who's not in a chronic circumstance, or I should say acute, you know, it's not an acute rescue, if you will, and and someone who's just getting to the idea of, wow, I need to really move out of this situation, but someone who's already made a few steps and feels confident in their choice. And so I would work on your your, um, tools on what you would use to help such a person in life. Okay. And how soon do you see me going into private practice? I think the sooner the better. And and your your grandmother's giving me a thumbs up. Yeah. I, I just don't think you need to wait too long. You know, so get your decks in order, get things organized, start planning for it, definitely before the end of the year. Seriously. Seriously. And and that'll be a smooth transition for me. I'll be successful in that. It feels that way to me. Yeah. And and if you have, you know, doubts about that, then I would work on some affirmations about um, prosperity and success. Okay. But it it feels like it's an absolutely positive, well-supported role for you for your future. That's amazing. Yeah, and all your right. grandmother helped with all of that. So, you know, you talked about liking her so much, so let her continue to help you in that. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Thank you so much for calling in, and good luck, Karen. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we go ahead, Tom, and continue on with the phone lines. Okay. We've got uh, Mary Jane on the line from Tacoma. Hi, Mary Jane. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Good. Nice to hear. What? This, is, this is actually kind of funny. I'm, I have to, I'm sitting in my car listening to your radio <laughs> program because I couldn't get it on my... Uh, oh, you couldn't? I couldn't get it in the house. <laughs> you know, you pick it up. My husband said, oh, go sit in the car. So here I am. Oh, you know, and cars are nice, comfortable places, or they can be. You can also listen to it online whenever. You know, you can just get onto my website or KKNW's website, and it's streamed live. 
So. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know how to get that as quickly, so I thought, yeah. okay, I'll figure that one out the coming week. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like you were speaking of earlier. You know, a little, a little bit uh, web challenge. Yeah, bit, right. You know, trying, right. trying to catch up, but every time you do, it's like I know. It's then they just create up. something new. I know, <laughs> absolutely. No, but I'm so glad you're listening. Thank you. What can I do for you tonight? Um, actually, I guess my question is is, is related to my health mm-hmm. and just trying. You know, I've I've struggled for quite a few years, um, you know, never really feeling well and going chasing, you know, one doctor down to another and finally came up with a, um, a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, finally? <laughs> yeah, finally came up with well, a you know, if diagnosis. You s- if you see enough physicians, eventually you will get diagnosed. Yeah, well, yeah. you get diagnosed with something, right? Right, yeah. But, um, you know, I guess my question is, you know, I, I have celiac disease mm-hmm. and you know, I've been mm-hmm. on a wellness path for the last three years, mm-hmm. and I just feel like I'm still really struggling sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what else might be going on in my system or what might be causing, right? you know, what's going on with me. Is it, you know, is it related to my my thinking, thinking I'm thinking sometimes, you know? Um, you know, you talk about gut-related things sure. and, and how we yeah. kind of think and sure. uh, what well, we kind of put out, but... Well, I'll give you all my impressions. Um, I will tell you that there is a, a younger man standing close to you. And, of course, you're in the car, so that means he's standing close to the car or who perhaps uh-huh. is sitting right behind the seat. Um, did you have a cousin who passed away early in life or um, a family friend? You know, If I were to guess this gentleman's age, he has brown hair. Um, it's parted a little bit on the side. He has brown eyes. He's a handsome, attractive person. If I had to guess his age, I would say he's in his mid-20s to maybe early 30s. And uh, and he knows you in, in some way, shape, or form. I'm not exactly sure how long he's been gone, but I have a feeling that he's contemporary. So that means that when you were that age, if you're older than that, which you feel mm-hmm. like you are older, that um, that he would have passed away during that time in your life, like late tw- mid-20s to early 30s, right around there. Gosh. <laughs> Do you have a cousin that passed away that you're aware of? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Of course, I have lots of cousins that live, you know, in other country that I, you know, don't really. Uh huh. The reason why I'm picking on a cousin because it doesn't feel like a brother. You know, it it, it no, feels slightly not. detached from you. Um, but he does feel related. Unless you had an uncle that died young, who was a, a younger person, a male, who who died young, or um, something of that nature. He's talk, and I'm going to come back to him because um, he really, really wants us to figure out who he is and okay. because um, he's being very animated for me and okay. so somehow that part's important for you to know who it is he's actually um he's talking about how sensitive people are in your family and, and that uh-huh. means sensitive like in terms of being clairsentient or clairaudient which means clear feeling clear healing hearing yeah, okay. right yeah i know i did have a cousin that died actually it just came to me just now okay yeah, yeah. so he's yeah, doing yeah, yeah. he's doing a yeah. great job communicating with me yeah. I, I really appreciate it and i love that he was jumping up and down <laughs> that was wonderful so so mm-hmm. here's the thing is he's talking about how sensitive the family is that there are many members of your family that are highly sensitive and mm-hmm. that what the problem is is that and i'm l- kind of looking at your dad and i mean no disrespect to your father by the way maybe it's a more on his side of the family where we're yeah. we're, we're going to numb ourselves and we're we're not going to feel and we're going to make everything not a big deal type uh-huh. of a thing. Uh-huh. 
Um, yeah. when, I, when I look at your solar plexus, which is greatly connected to the celiac's disease, you know, mm-hmm. is that um, the solar plexus governs your immune system, and it's all about self-love. However, when I dive into your solar plexus, you are um, a term that I use to describe certain people is the word witness. So you're mm-hmm. a witness. You actually can feel the hum of humanity. And so you're highly, highly sensitive. And so when things go awry around you or even in another country, it doesn't matter what religion a person is or culture or what color their skin is, age, gender, none of that matters. You're incredibly sensitive. And so witnesses need to learn detachment and they need to learn to not take things personally or to feel in any way responsible for whatever is happening in the world around us. And, and so that's what you're going to need to do to allow this dis-ease, if you will, come to some place of calm. And, and you, I actually think you can turn this whole thing around. You've done significant work already. Now you need to come up with some philosophy that you can believe in, something that's going to make you know that when something not so great is happening in the world, that it's not your job to fix it. Because witnesses are actually, because they can feel the hum of humanity, they um, they can think of ideas that could actually cure a problem like famine, perhaps, you know, and actually, I don't think it's probably that complicated to feel feed the entire world, we just make it incredibly complicated. And so witnesses, because they can come up with these great ideas, which are actually um, beneficial and real, um, they feel like there's something wrong if they're not proactive or involved in it, or if somehow it's not being healed in their lifetime. And what's really important to recognize is that everyone's learning something and, and so that is one of the reasons why have, we have so many things happening in the world so that we have so many unique opportunities for people to learn. And so that means when things are going wrong from our perception, it doesn't necessarily mean that anything is going wrong at all. And that's some sort of philosophy that you're going to need to feel comfortable with. You know, you'll have to create your own, but you're going to have to come to some peace and be detached from what's going on around you or across the ocean. Is this making sense? Yeah, I think, I, just, I guess, a lot of it in, in my past, I think I'm starting to see it differently now, or I'm starting, you know, to realize, under, just understand it differently. And but I think before it only really created more fear in me than anything else, because, mm-hmm. you know, I've been kind of raised with a lot of stuff, <laughs> right. a lot of fear, right. you know, ideas of fear, and, you know, you had to be fearful of everything, kind of. Right. Even God, so, you know. Oh, even God. To, yeah, I love that I've one. I've had to retrain my, you know, my thinking mind to say, you know, it's not so. And, and I feel like I, I really am, you know, I am learning that. Right. Um, I guess I feel like I'm probably, when you say highly sensitive, you know, I'm, I think I'm probably been more self-centered than, you know, worried about what's going on in the world so much as what's going on in my immediate family or... Sure. You know, in my yeah. own relationship or whatever is kind sure. of you know, that that thing of you know is is it right or you know is it um, right? And I, th- I I think I I think I probably feel like I've been abused a lot in my life, you know, emotionally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, and, and I wonder if I'm playing the victim role. You know, I kind of try to see myself and well, see and clearly I think, rather than I think that's a fair thing to look at because when a witness is looking externally out in the world, they're seeing the world victimized. And, and I'm just going to ask that you kind of look around and see, are you energetically affected by the things that are happening around you, even if you're not a part of it? Because there are some witnesses like yourself, you know, through your words, I, can, I get this assessment that you're not aware of how much you're being affected, you know, 
it, I think I'm just starting to become aware. Actually, good. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and that's why that, I kind of blame your dad, which, of course, I don't really blame him. You know, this yeah, yeah, numbness yeah. that he wanted to yeah. have in the family. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so here's what you get to do. It, it's about having detachment. And what I do when weird things happen in my personal life or outside in the world that I find hard to stomach, if you will, you know, because witnesses, right, witnesses have sensitive immune systems. And so their gut and their intestinal tract is sensitive because of the fact that they're digesting the discomfort through their body. Mm -hmm. And that's what we don't want you to do, right? And, And so you need to ask to see the beauty in a situation. And witnesses are generally empathic, they're highly sensitive, and they are naturally intuitive. So if you ask the question when you're looking at something personally or kind of externally happening in the world, what is the beauty in this picture, you're going to get some sort of perception. And then you'll be able to put it into a healthy perspective. Okay. Okay? All right. And I see you I getting well. That. I really do. So, I, 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 yeah, you're welcome, and I do see you getting well. Okay. Sooner Thanks. rather than later. You're welcome. Thank All you right, so much for calling you. in. Uh-huh. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we go ahead, Tom, and continue on? Okay. We've got uh, Linda on the line from Seattle. Hi, Linda. Hi, Marie. How are you? Well, I'm getting over a little uh, respiratory discomfort, but other than that, I'm, I'm doing okay. I know. That flu thing that's been going around, just no fun. Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit of a reactive respiratory thing. Mm. So. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about, I've been doing a lot of work in the last couple of months with um, just work on myself, trying to break away emotional and mental blocks, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, trying to bring love into my life, and Mm -hmm. wanting to move on to work that is more meaningful to me, and I'm just trying to find um, my path, and it's very difficult. do you know what the term vibration means? Um, in terms of the the frequency of your your energy? Yeah. Or? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you, you described that very well. So when I'm in your in your aura, if you will, and granted you've had a respiratory situation going on, mm-hmm. but when I'm in your aura, your frequency or your vibration is low. There's actually a gentleman standing behind you. He is elderly. Mm-hmm. He's not big, you know, so... He, you know, if I were to guess his age, I'm like in the late 70s, you know, like 78 years of age. He's got a fair amount of wrinkles on his skin. And what makes me wonder, wow, do people in your family wrinkle well? Or did he just spend a lot of time out in the sun prior to his passing? He's he's not a big man. He's not overweight. Um, When I look at his skin... Uh, I can see his veins really well, you know, mm-hmm. through his skin. So, and as a nurse, I'm like, oh, that would be a great IV start. You know, <laughs> that's actually where my thought goes. Um, and he's, uh, his hair is like light brown with gray mixed in it. He does have a full head of hair. It's a little thin, but nothing to complain about at his age. I'm sure he was thrilled. His eyes look kind of hazel to me, you know, so there's a little bit of green in them. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who I'm talking about? Um it makes me think that it could be my, my mom's dad, my grandfather, but uh-huh. I'm, I'm not sure because I didn't, didn't, I didn't know, know him very in life. Well. I just know him from photographs. Okay. What he's talking about, see, one of the things about being a medium is really helpful for me is that family members show up around their loved ones, and I'm helping them with health issues or career issues or whatever, and they give me great insight. It's just a part of the way I work. And he's talking about in the family that there was a lot of complaining. Is that true? Or worrying, you know, one of those are a combination. A lot, yes. Yes. A fear of the unknown, I think. Okay. Yeah. So 
what needs to happen is your frequency needs to come above that kind of family trait. And you actually do a good job, but I see you kind of going up and down. Like Mm -hmm. one moment you're above the clouds, feeling fine, and then the next moment, boom, you're back on earth, so to speak, in in a vibrational way. I prefer that you stay on earth well-grounded regardless, Mm -hmm. but it's going to be important for you to get your vibration up. He is such a, you know, I wish you had gotten to know him. Of course, I don't know exactly what he was like when he was in a body, but he seems like such a kind man. Like he's even a little soft spoken for mm-hmm. me and he um, he's standing behind you and he just wishes that he had handled things slightly differently um, while, he, you know, his family was growing up so that you wouldn't be in this place right now working what he calls struggling so hard mm-hmm. to live your dreams. That's what he says. He, he spends time with you frequently and kind of prays for you in a way because he is taking on some of the responsibility of what you're struggling with. You know, because he talks about in your family, not very many people want to do or go where you're going. You know, it's like not very many people are asking the hard questions or doing the inner work. No, yeah. Not. And so he can hear your pleads from the other side. Um, so, so I hope that will be a comfort to you. And your job is to, it's, it's almost like you need to go to um, positive affirmation boot camp. You know, (laughs) maybe I need to start one of those, you know, where you're going to repeat positive affirmations in your head, you know, over and over and over and over again, like first thing in the morning for five minutes before you go to bed at night, so that you can actually begin to break down the subconscious, which is where the the really hardcore beliefs are, you know, so the ones that you're aware of in your consciousness certainly do affect you, but the hardcore ones, you know, are in the subconscious. Right. So you, you need to go to, um positive thoughts boot camp and you can just do this in your own mind okay you don't have to sign up for anything just recognize that if you can put yourself like on a two-month course you're going to notice some change within the end of two months it it may seem like they're kind of small changes but those small changes will grow and progress into really big changes now when you are talking about affirmations you're talking about particular ones or general all-around yeah, well, you know, you can create your own, but I actually happened to watch um, Louise Hay's new DVD, um, You Can Heal Your Life, uh-huh. and she has a gr- uh, affirmations on the DVD and le- listed in different subjects, like from relationship to money to happiness, self, and they're all there, so you could just even click onto them, write them down if you want to, or re- repeat them with her. Okay. It's her voice, and I think that'll be really helpful for you. So just, you know, be kind to yourself. What you're working on, the reason why it's hard, it's because it's been in your family for generations, the negative self-talk and thinking. And so you're breaking a very old pattern, and that's why it feels like, ah, when is this ever going to change? When yeah. am I ever going to get there? Yeah. And I think if you can take into... Um, you know, into account that this is this is hard. You're right. It is hard, <laughs> but you can do it. You absolutely can. Okay. Okay. I hope that helps to answer your question. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you Thanks so much for calling in, Linda. Okay. All right. Bye bye. And why don't we go ahead and go to the phones again? Okay. We've got uh, Cami on the line from Orlando. Right. And why don't also Tom? Do you mind repeating those phone numbers? Because after we're done with Cami, we're going to go ahead and go to break. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, if you have a question for Marie or would like to talk to her, give us a call at one eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. One more time. That toll free number eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. Or you can give us a call locally at four two five three seven three five five two seven. Thank you. Hi, Cami. 
Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm 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 fine. I'm warm. You're warm, <laughs> warm down here in Orlando. <laughs> so maybe that seventy degrees is really because you were going to call in from Florida. <laughs> I know. I was listening to that, and, uh, and the humidity hasn't gotten too bad yet. And we have a pool, so life. life Wonderful. Is good. I and, and of course I know who you are. I've yes. seen you several times, and um, I I knew you were going to move to Florida. I mean, you told me. That's how I knew. And how's it going with you it's, and your family? It's. It's going, it's quite an adjustment, really. Um, but it's refreshing. Um, we miss, miss all our friends in Seattle, of course, but uh, of course. it's nice to have um, friends on both coasts, you know. Nice, so, yeah, nice. So, and it's, um, it's nice to start a new life. It's, you know, it's a great opportunity. My daughter, my 15-year-old, struggles a little with making new friends and, and uh, just adjusting. Sure. But um, I think that's normal. And I just want to say, I'm so glad you guys are going to be doing podcasts. I know. Isn't that nice? And, yeah, and, because um, yeah. it's hard for the East Coast people to stay up late. You know? I know. <laughs> I know. When we interviewed um, John Holland last week, you know, he, it was, I think, uh, 10 o'clock at night when he came onto the program. Yeah, so it can certainly make you tired. Yeah. So can, Anyway, well, I'm, yeah. I'm looking for a new job. And okay. the one I'm, uh, I've been to three interviews, and it's mm-hmm. a... Um, it's a university, film, art, design, music, and media production. Oh, it sounds absolutely wonderful and up your alley. Yep. <laughs> and then and then I'm going to give you a caution. Okay. okay. Because I know you pretty well, and you are a hard worker. I mean, I work really hard, quite frankly. You work harder than me. <laughs> uh, well, you do. <laughs> and I work pretty hard. Uh, so, And you have a hard time saying no. And, oh, yeah. and you're really good at whatever job you have. You're good. You're capable. I mean, like you understand the whole iPod thing. When you said it, I'm like, oh, she even understands what the heck I'm talking about, you know, or <laughs> what Tom was talking about. And and so the caution is, is that you please do not overwork. Please set healthy boundaries. Even if you know what you need to do to get everything rolling and moving well, go ahead and, and take a step back and rest. Take some deep breaths. Delegate. I don't want you to pack all this stress and anxiety on top of you because you sound so good, it t- which lets me know that you have been relaxing since you oh, moved. Oh, yeah. It's so nice. Isn't it nice? <laughs> I mean, you just sound yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want you to go back to that old pattern. And so when you're looking at this job, have you asked them how many hours did the last person who had this job work? Well, I've been asking. Um, it's a new job. Uh-huh. That new scares created. me even more. <laughs> yeah. And so I keep listening, trying to get a feel of what everybody's doing there. And it is an accelerated. Um, they mm-hmm. do all their all their programs instead of going through a program for four years. It's seventeen months. So they pack everything in. Wow. A, I know. It's just it's kind of a light speed, really fascinating institution. Oh, it sounds wonderful, but you have me worried. Okay. <laughs> because I think the last job you had that took you forever to leave, that you had to move to, to leave it, to be, yeah. <laughs> was a new job. I mean, yeah. it was like a new position. Right. And you're the perfect person. You're great at creating. You're, you know, you're obviously incredibly artistic and you're very responsible. And, and you can, you're also an entrepreneur in a way, even though you work for other people, um, you can see into what needs to be done and then you go and do it. You do it to exhaustion. So... Before you take this job, because I believe they are going to offer it to you, I do. Before you take this job, I want you to really sit down and set down some clear boundaries. And, and, I, I, and I want you to practice the word no. <laughs> okay. 
in the mirror, in the car, in the shower, even if you just have to tell your daughter a hundred times no one day for the heck of it. um, (laughs) That's what I really would like you to do because I I don't want you to get back in that old habit. And this is what a lot of people do. You know, like you were blessed enough to a move, which I kind of called the universe pulling the rug out from underneath of someone. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. A move got you to quit the job that you couldn't quit no matter how many people told you, um, hello, um, you're working too hard. You're not being paid as well as you could be. And, um, and this isn't good for you. It really tired you out. And now you're kind of back. Although the, the resources seem better, the money that they're offering you feels better to me. Um, however, the workload is going to be the same unless you find some ways to, um, say no and set some healthy boundaries, which is what you need to do anyway, regardless if you have this job or not. Good, want, good reminding. Okay, good, good. <laughs> um, I, I think I might be, your your husband's parents are alive, is that true? No. They're both passed, because there yeah. is a couple in your home. I thought they were grandparents, his grandparents, but because, you know, you've told me that his parents have passed, his parents are in your house, having fun, hanging <laughs> out with the family, pretending to eat popcorn because people on the other side don't have to eat. You know, they're just having an absolutely wonderful time with your family because your family's doing really well. You know, everyone's getting along really well. There's wonderful time for conversation and enjoyment. And so your um, in-laws are in your house hanging out with you. Oh, nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. So if, if anybody in the family has some spontaneous memories of them, um, then that is because they're standing right next to you talking to you or you know, hugging you or something of that nature. And, and, and that's one way people can actually get a kind of a clue that a family member is near them or a friend because you get this like spontaneous thought or feelings of them. You know, memories. we have, you know, I keep saying that I hear his mom, she would be laughing at this joke or laughing <laughs> at this, you know, something that somebody said. Yeah. That's, I just said that the other day. Wonderful. And, you know, both of his parents are very content. They're happy. Um, they feel like they didn't get to spend as much time with your family, you know, their son and you and, of course, your children prior to their passing. And so they feel like this is their opportunity to catch up and really get to know the family well and to spend time with all of you. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. So well, here's what I would love for you to do is um, I, I want to know how you do with this job thing. <laughs> <laughs> because I actually know you fairly well. <laughs> and um, so I, you know, whether you email me or call the show again next week or whatnot, and, and let us know how you're doing, because I really want you to succeed in this area of setting limits and boundaries. It's going to feed you in other ways. It's just like every time one of my children moves out of the house, I take on another project <laughs> because I have the energy to do it. Uh-huh. And so if, you know, right now you have energy, your, your, your body looks fabulous, you know, you're feeling well, and we want to keep that. We want you to be 80 years old and creating all the beautiful art that you know to do. Okay. Okay. I need to hear that. Wonderful. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, Marie. Thanks nice for to call- hear your voice. It's wonderful to hear you too, Cammie. Yeah. Have a wonderful Thank- evening. Yeah. Take care. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. So we're going to go off and head off to break. But before we go, could you go ahead and give those phone numbers out? Because we've got some open phone lines. Certainly we do. Uh, if you would like to call Marie, have a question for her, would like a reading, give us a call at one 825 8828 One more time, that toll-free number, 877-825-8828. Or if you're in the local area in western Washington, feel free and give us a call at 425-373-5527. One more time, that number, 425-373-5527. And we'll be right back with the Marie Manucherry Show.
It's here, an evening with Marie Manucherry and friends. Every month on the third Wednesday, this two-hour class promises to inspire you and surround you with like-minded people. Come explore topics like manifest your goals and desires, meet your spirit guides, embrace your intuition, bridging worlds, and balance your human energy system. This Wednesday evening class is held in Seattle from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., the third Wednesday of every month, January through October. Classes will be held at the Residence in Marriott, Lake Union, 800 Fairview Avenue North in Seattle. Parking is free on the street, near the hotel, or in the garage. Just pull up to the hotel and ask the front desk for a parking key. For more information, visit my website at www.energyintuitive.com or call the office at 425-825-5671. See you there. Marie will invite guests to join her each month who are also dedicated to healing and the expansion of consciousness. On April 3rd, Marie's guest will be John Holland. John Holland is one of the top psychic mediums and spiritual teachers in the USA. He's been lecturing, demonstrating, and giving psychic readings for private clients for over 16 years. Born knowing, as a natural gifted intuitive, he studied metaphysics all his life, spending over two intensive years in England, training and working with some of the top psychic mediums. And on April 24th, Marie's guest will be Astrid Pujari, MD. Dr. Pujari has pursued the integration of Western and holistic medicine for the past 15 years. Her passion for integrative medicine arose from the belief that no single healing method can meet the health needs of all patients. Instead, each patient must be considered in their entirety and offer the healing options that are most appropriate for their personal, physical, and spiritual circumstances. Radio with no added hormones or preservatives. All natural, alternative talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back with the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's Thursday in Seattle. I always kind of bring up the weather because I like to bring people to the present time. I'm one of those energy woo-woo ladies who actually really believes in being in your body and being in the moment. So that's why when we come on in the evening, Tom and I engage in the weather, you know, which sometimes he actually corrects me on. <laughs> but yeah, so our phone lines are, are filling up. And so why don't we go straight to the phones, Tom? Sure. We've got uh, Susan on the line from Bellevue. Hi, Susan. Are you there, Susan? Oh, yes. Hi. Hi. What can I do for you? Um, I'm very uh, stuck in my life, uh-huh. and um, I don't know which way to move. I don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. There are many things that have, thank God, ended. <laughs> many and, things that ended, huh? <laughs> yeah. But, there are, but the idea now is, um, how do I go forward? What do I do? Right. And then a lot of times I find myself afraid, just afraid to try. Right. I don't blame you. You know, I've certainly gone through a time in my life where I was afraid to even get off the couch for a period of time. So I can certainly relate to this. Has your mother passed? Yes. Yeah. Because there's a woman standing behind you who tells me she's your mom and she looks really distraught in, in what my translation is, is that did you two have some hard times together? Yeah. Yeah. And so as she's standing behind you, she's crying, by the way, and she's um, she feels bad that she didn't make things great before she left. I actually think there was some conversation before she went. That was, yes, there was. Yeah. That's how I feel. But she feels that she wished there had been more conversation, more consistent conversation um, 
before, you know, years before she had passed away so that the two of you could have had a really healthy relationship. And so when she sees you struggling like you are right now in your life, she's taking on some of the responsibility. And so what I'm getting when you're talking is I think you need to do some forgiveness work. And, and, and you don't have to do anything I say, by the way. Um, I always tell that to people because I think everyone has I free don't, will. I don't need to do what? I would, I would love for you to do some forgiveness work. Okay. And here's the way I want you to do it. Well, this is at least my suggestion. And I said after that, you don't have to do anything I say. Because sometimes when I say forgiveness work, people go, oh, great. Yeah, wonderful. No, uh, I do think that's wonderful. I just don't know how to do it. Wonderful. I mean, great that we're on the same page regarding that. So here's what I would love for you to do, because your mother's on the other side. Her higher self, just like really everyone's higher self, regardless where we are in our evolutionary process, everyone's higher self wishes they had showed up in other people's lives in a healthy, loving way. And so what I would love for you to do in your mind's eye, invite your mother, her higher self, into your head and let her be a great mom during those times in your life where you feel like she wasn't Um, because she wants to help heal you of this and we can heal from anything at any time and your mother's on the other side so she's fully participating in this and I think this will help with the forgiveness I I did this exercise years ago with my father before he passed away and my guides taught me this exercise and it, it changed the way I felt about my dad and men in general actually and so because you're a woman and a lot of the strife in your life when you were younger was with your mother this will help you with your own positive feelings about yourself Okay. And your mom is going to help you. So let's say, you know, that when you were 13 years of age, you had a birthday party and something went wrong and you felt bad. So in your mind's eye, maybe you go back to a birthday party, maybe not that particular year, and you, your mom shows up as this loving, caring, patient, supportive person in your life. And so that's what I want you to do is to create some beautiful healing moments in your mind. Okay. Okay. And then, and then you're not going to be stuck. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then you're going to see the light towards whatever direction you want to go to, whatever area of your life, and you're going to have the energy and the strength to move down one of those paths. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. Okay. And your mom's right behind you blowing you kisses. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And so why don't we go ahead, um, because we've got several callers on the line. We do. We're all full up right now. We've got uh, Brenda on the line from Bremerton. Hi, Brenda. Hi. Hi, how are you? Well, actually, my name is Linda. Linda. L. Okay, great. <laughs> Hi, Linda. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, wow. Yeah. I love your voice. Thank uh, you. I heard you earlier today. Um, right at noon. With, yeah, with John Holland. Right. And uh, he's always wonderful. He is. He is so funny. Have you seen him live? Yes, I have. Oh, he is a crack up. Yeah. Yes, and I wish I, I knew when he was going to be on so I could get some of his wonderful wisdom, too. Yes, yes. Um, is he going to be on your show again soon? I hope so. I actually will be interviewed okay. on his show on um, June 9th. So, oh, really? So you'll be able to go to Hay House and listen to Hay House Radio, and he's going to um, he's invited me to be a guest on his show for an hour. Oh, yeah. that's wonderful. Yes, yes. Wonderful. Well, my dear, um, my son just informed me he's moving back in. Ah. In May. <laughs> <laughs> like boomeranging. So you know. he informed you? Yes, uh-huh. And how old is your son? He's 20. Okay. Well, that's yeah. that's a pretty, you know, viable age for moving yes. back in. All my mm-hmm. neighbors have told me, do not sell your house or downscale if you do. You know, all my neighbors, because <laughs> my youngest is 18 and heading off to the U in the fall, and my neighbors right. have already clued me in. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be converting those bedrooms anytime <laughs> soon. So what can I do for you regarding whatever well, your question you know, is? I'm, I don't know whether I, I want to ask about career or about... I'm, uh, I'm at career. Pardon? <laughs> I'm at your career. So oh. when I'm at your body and, and looking at what to answer your question about, I'm at your career. So are, are you mm-hmm. currently working? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what are you doing? Well, um, I do accounting during the day, and I do uh, massage in the oh, evening and weekends. Right. So you really would mm-hmm. love to work in the healing arts? Yes. Yeah. So Completely. So <laughs> could you kind of get going on that? Could I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Okay. So what would you love to do in the healing arts? Well, I, I am a massage therapist. Right. And um, I, I would just love to have my own, my own place, of course. Right. And um, so you'd love to do massage therapy full time? Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. so have you ever heard of the phrase follow your heart? Yes. Or, and follow what you love? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you do that, it happens. And and here's one of the things that's happened to me in my years of transitioning through nursing career to energy woo woo lady or however you want to describe me these days is mm-hmm. um I've I had to make space, you know, because you're working two jobs. The universe is looking at your job in the healing arts as you get to be an employee of the universe, you know, when you work in mm-hmm. the healing arts mm-hmm. industry. At least that's how I look at it. And right. and so the the universe is a great employer. They don't want you to overwork. They don't want to burn out their employees. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's important for you to back out in in traditional fields that you're working in and let the time be available to work in the in the non-traditional field, if you will. And since your son's moving back in, I think this would be a perfect time for him to learn how to pay rent. Oh, he's going to. He just offered. Wonderful. <laughs> so there you go. Maybe, I know. So maybe I... you can pull a day away from the accounting mm-hmm. if you can and, and let some of his lovely resources help the nest egg while you venture out yeah. into massage. Uh-huh. And I also see you doing energy work. So if you haven't... I do. Great. I do. I'm a Reiki master. Wonderful. And I love your work. I think it's lovely. So go for it. Yes. Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, very much so. And, you know, um, um, Marie, I am so blessed because Creator brings me all the people that need to come see me. And I'm like book solid now. (laughs) Okay. See? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Congratulations. So yes. step away from the accounting because mm-hmm. you've got a great employer, but they're not going to abuse you. And, and so you need to create space. Okay? I will. Thank right. you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful <laughs> evening. All Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. So we're going to continue on the phones. Okay. We've got uh, Lisa on the line or maybe... Or maybe Jennifer, or maybe, right? Yeah, I don't know. Who, <laughs> who knows? Uh, <laughs> Lisa from Seattle. Hi, Lisa. Hi. What can I do for you? Hi, Marie. I saw Hi. you or uh, met you at the Northwest Women's Show. Oh, and, wonderful. And, yes, I had a great time that day. and, and uh, I did, too. That was so much fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was meant to be that I went. I had a funny story of how I even arrived there with all my coins to get in. <laughs> they didn't take debit card or credit card. Oh, so I had yeah, to go really? back and trade my, my, uh, my changed bin in, in the car. So I made it in. <laughs> wow, yeah. But um, anyway, the reason why I'm, I wasn't expecting to talk to you tonight, but um, we had discussed at the women's show, um, reinventing myself and you mentioned, you know, go after, um, go after my dream. You know, what, what am I dreaming of? And just do it. Don't, don't live in the left brain right. so much. And right. so that was encouraging to me. So I started reconsidering going back into nutrition. Mm. Um, in fact, I met at the, at the women's show, I met, um, another company that, uh, again, that's why I think I was meant to go because 
this uh, company that advertises raw food as their um, source of um, nutrition mm-hmm. um, kind of inspired me to consider this company. So one thing led to another. But the reason I'm calling you is I've been, um, I have a number of things other than just career, but I've been having some physical things that are occurring to me kind of from the waist down that are of concern to me. I don't know if it's um, something I should be worried about. And then I'm just kind of interested in is there somebody in my, you know, family who is just right, standing behind there. you, right? Yeah, I've been, I've been feeling very strongly that way recently, yeah. even this, this past hour or so. I feel right. like I needed to call. So I think there really is someone. You've asked me like three questions, and we have, you know, several. I'm, I'm so sorry. No, it's perfect. Go ahead. I'm just going to cut to the chase. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. There is a woman standing behind you. I think she's an aunt, though. Do, is your mother living? My mother is. Yeah. Are any of her sisters on the other side? No. Okay. How about your dad's sisters? Dad's sisters. Yeah. If he no. Had no sisters on the other but side. But my, no. Mm-hmm. How about any great aunts or, uh, because I, I don't feel like I'm in a grandmother energy for some reason. I feel like I'm in an aunt. Although this woman is quite funny as she talks to me. She do you have um, do you have any family members who kind of lived, and I, I mean no disrespect when I say this, you know, like in a trailer or in some RV park or something like that? Because she talks about her life in a really funny kind of sarcastic way. Oh goodness, no! I, yeah. I had to think about that one, Marie. Again, okay. and and I'm actually in, in Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm in Oklahoma or somewhere in the Midwest. Okay, I have a cousin over there. Uh-huh. Yeah, but she's living. Uh-huh. Is her mother living? Her mother is living, my aunt. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Is is your aunt ill? Do you know? No, not that I'm aware of. Okay, all right. So it's I'm in that part of the family for some reason. What side of the family is that for you? This would be my maternal side. Um, uh, would be a cousin who lives in that side. Okay, so on your mom's side, cousin. Um, hmm. In Oklahoma, like yeah. in a trailer, a cousin. Yeah. But maybe this is a relative uh, maybe this is a relative to my cousin. Yeah, which is else. highly possible. Mm-hmm. And what this woman is saying to you cuz she's she's sarcastic, she's straightforward, she cuts, you know, she says either go to the bathroom <laughs> or get, or get off the pot. <laughs> oh, is really? what she yeah. says to you. Yeah. And so you know what that really means or oh, how yeah. I would re- really, you know, describe it earlier. And and actually, you know, I'm not necessarily in 100% agreement with her on this. I'm actually uh, but but she must know something about you that I don't know. You know. I think that you are a very literal person, and you really plan things out, you know, in a in a linear way. And it, and again, we must have had this talk in the Northwest Woman Show. It's time to really put those things aside. That's a wonderful skill. You have it down packed, but now you need to be able to just free flow and free fall. Mm-hmm. And, and the nutrition, any nutritional thing you want to do, I think is going to be great. But you're going to have to work a little bit on some positive affirmations about creating money and success mm-hmm. because you have fears about that. Oh, yeah. And so if you could do that first before you invest into this company, I think you'll have a better success. Okay. Okay? Yep. Okay. So sorry to make it so quick. No, thank you very much, Marie. <laughs> thank you. Have an absolutely wonderful evening. You too. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. And why don't we go ahead and at least take one more call? Okay. We've got uh, Catherine on the line from Sammamish. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi. I'm well. Thank you. What can I do for um, you? Well, I I had a long-term illness with, which put me in a in a financial poverty. I'm so and sorry, by only, the way. I'm very sorry, by the way. Thank you. Thank sure. you. It's been hellish. I'm sorry. And I, I met a doctor about a, well, about three years ago, and he's been working with homeopathy with me. Wonderful. And I, 
I'm finally starting to come out. Right. But I realize that I have poverty in every area of my life, and I feel so stuck because, I mean, poverty socially. Uh, the only place I feel very wealthy, and I'm not complaining, this is wonderful, and it is my life, is in the spiritual portion of my life. But everything else, I feel like I am so trapped, and I'm not quite, I don't, I I used to be able to depend on my physical self to right. bring me out of everything, and now I can't, and right. I don't have the energy that I need. I'm so excited in my heart right. and in my spirit to live again, but so now I'm, I'm going to have to, you're not old. I'm going to have to jump <laughs> in and interrupt so that I can give you okay. some advice before we go off the air. Thank you. Um, has your father passed? Yes. Yeah, because he's standing right behind you. He says he prays for you every single day. Oh, uh, really, he he prays for your your health and your well-being, and I'm really glad for the physician because I think homeopathy is the right thing for you. You're incredibly sensitive, so that yes. means you're not going to do well with traditional medication. You're, it's just going to fry you a little bit. So I'm, okay. yes. I'm thrilled with the homeopathy. Um, I would continue on that track, and I would also work on wonderful affirmations for your healing because I think you got like six more months to kind of get over the hump, and then... Then you can go out in the world and kind of recreate some resources that you can tuck away and not okay. feel that you're you've that you've had to squander or and it's really not squandering of course but that you had to use a lot of your resources okay okay and i'm gonna yes. have to go because Bless you. thank, thank you. you so much thank you everyone have a wonderful evening and i will speak to you next week on the marie menu cherry show Views expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle.